Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. truck an f-250 it came with a wench you mean a winch no it actually came with a winch her name was gypsy moon he met her at the renaissance festival <laughs> okay hello friends and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created the amish baby machine podcast the amish baby machine podcast is the most powerful podcast ever created it's a powerful american pop culture podcast and across this powerful oaken desk scribbling on various notes is johnny rage welcome johnny rage Welcome to this fake podcast. You're just a fake podcast, eggs. Fake. Really fake. Fake. Hugely fake. Can we talk about coffee? We can talk about everything. That's the beauty of this. I love it. It it is it's called pop culture podcast. It's so a it, real podcast. So it, it encompasses everything that has to do with pop. So this past uh week we ran out of coffee at the house. Not a big deal. It's not. It is here. It's a big deal if we run out of creamer. Are you drink? Do you drink coffee? Yes, I got to go out to the barn and get more creamer if we run out. Okay, now, if you drink coffee with a creamer, that's kind of not manly. I mean, do you really need to soften it with like a creamer? Can you can you be a man and just go black or not? Here's the deal: I have powerful high levels of testosterone. Okay, I'm actually used to calibrate instruments. Okay. On testosterone on the continuum. So what I do is I add creamer just to take it down a notch. I handicap myself for you, the people. Oh boy. So anyway, we, we run out of coffee. What creamer do you like? Just out of curiosity. This is a pro tip. Careful. I, en- I enjoy. It'll, it'll reveal a lot about your I enjoy side. the Hershey's International Delights creamer. Oh, Fantastic. Man. man. I get it in this. Girly Giant. girl. Girly girl. <laughs> All this will be edited. <laughs> Remember what happened last time? Godzilla will come in. <laughs> if I don't like something, the Godzilla, the Godzilla comes in. So we're out of coffee for darn near two days. And I was irritable. I mean, coffee, it's just always there. It, I mean, you buy coffee, it never ends. We Do, uh, do you go with the fresh grounds or do you, uh, do, I mean, do you grind your coffee or do you go with the coffee where you add? Uh, we have the Amish Keurig. Okay. So you get the uh, little individual packs. The, the, the cups, the K yeah. cups. So that, that is, they're already, it's already ground then basically. Yes. It's in a powerful pod. Yeah. Because of the podcast right. is why I get it. Oh, okay. So anyway, I'm uh, without coffee for two days. Day one, not that big of a deal, but I'm thinking, boy, I better get some coffee for the next day. Cause I'm like. You, you really don't think coffee has that much effect on you until about 11 or 12 in the, in the morning, probably around noon. I'm tipping off dozing, and I'm like, why? I, had a good, I slept well, but coffee has a huge effect. You think because you've been drinking it maybe for years that the caffeine doesn't affect you? It, I didn't realize this until I went without for two days. That's huge. I need that coffee in the morning. What do you get? Do you uh, fresh ground? You don't grind the beans, oh, do yeah, you? Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's see to me coffee, 
isn't just you go get your cup, your styrofoam cup, fill it up. It's an experience. Oh, you like the whole... Oh, do tell. <laughs> do tell. I want to hear about this. <laughs> well, what you do is you go to pick out your own coffee, wherever, what store, whatever box store you want to get your coffee at. Bring it home, bean shape, in the bean. And we've got the grinder. And part of making the coffee is what the setup beforehand. When you release the fragrance as you're grinding, and then the coffee bean releases its fragrance. You have an entire ritual. It's a ritual, yeah. You get to smell the coffee. It's kind of like wine. You look at it, you put it on your palate, and you take a swig of it. You don't just drink it. Do you rub it. it all over your body? Not the coffee, no. But you, you have to have those steps and those stages to fully enjoy it. Are you wearing your diapers at the time or not? I'm just just <laughs> no. flesh it out for the audience. Am I wearing the diapers? Be- the beautiful flock of Amish. Yeah, I envision you like, you know, baby New Year. Just this big <laughs> no. gelatinous baby with big, powerful diapers. No, and- I, I trust me, there is no diaper anywhere near me. But anyway, so I'm experiencing this coffee at its best. It's a process. It's a ritual. And then you get to smell it again when it actually starts to percolate and and works its magic in the air. And then when it's finally done, you're ready, okay, for that fresh cup of coffee. How many do you generally do, if you think, in a day? I enjoy, I also enjoy iced coffee. That's it, you know what? That's, well, no, let me start over. Okay. It's not te- technically iced coffee. I like cold press. Yeah, that's they, they the They brew new, it cold. You know who's spending big dollars on it is Coke and all the, the that's the wave of the future they're thinking is that pressed coffee now. Big, big dollars going to be in that stuff. Typically, I drink coffee for the effect, the caffeine, mm-hmm. the powerful caffeine. And if you want caffeine, cold press. Oh yeah. my God! Do you know the? Do you know how that? Ha- what they do? How that? How they do that? Any idea? I, it was explained to me once. Something where they actually take the bean, and they put it in water for a while and let it release itself even more, and then they throw it all back in, and it's like double the effect. Am yeah, I close. I, I I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I think it's something kind of like sun tea when you make sun tea. Yeah. But you know what the new thing? Well, it's a not. It's a new thing to me. I haven't heard about it. I heard about it for a little while. It was bulletproof coffee? Are you familiar with that? I am not. What do tell? So what it is? It's a powerful coffee concoction. You use you use a fungus-free coffee. Apparently, some coffee beans have fungus growing on it. Really? Yeast. So this is like a pure uh, organic coffee. Use the coffee, plus use an MCT, a medium-chain triglyceride. It's a fatty acid that kind of burns slow, gives you energy, so you actually burn the fat. And then you add butter, grass-fed butter. So it's kind of a stack. A gr- Wait a minute. Go back. A grass-fed butter. Yeah. Apparently, grass-fed cows, the butter okay. is better. Okay. Okay. So you add these together, and what happens is the caffeine metabolizes slower with, with the fatty acids in okay. there. And then you get kind of a slow burn of caffeine, and you get no crashing at all. Wow. So it's called Bulletproof Coffee, and I definitely want to check it it's, out. It's too much thinking. Now, is that something you go to Starbucks or, and get, or do you have to create this yourself? Well, they have, they have. I think in some cities they actually have joints that make it. Okay. But it's, it's cool because basically it's just coffee, but it's like a, they froth it up like a buttery coffee, which, you know, it's got a lot of fat, but it's a good fat, and then it's got the caffeine to kick your ass. Would you try that? Yeah, I would. I'm a I'm a coffee fan. I, I'm not a fan of the prices though. You go to these Starbucks, and there's numerous coffee chains now. Uh, but I'm amazed. I, I have daughters, and they're in that craze of Starbucks. Dad, can we go to Starbucks? And Starbucks is brilliant. I will spend more money in the Starbucks drive-through for one medium coffee than I will at McDonald's for the entire family practically. The profit margin huge. 
Huge. You know, going back to the creamer, though, the coffee creamer, I do that because I use usually cheaper coffees. Mm-hmm. So if you had a really good coffee, you, you wouldn't need a creamer. You're right. What's a really good coffee? Any idea? You know, like a high-end, any mm-hmm. any of the, you know, the good coffees. Mm-hmm. You should also try uh, grinding your own coffee, too. Oh, do you, could you, do you the, have? The, do prob- you- the problem is it's. You know, you're running late. You got to run out to the barn or whatever. I hear you. The K, the K cup, you throw it in there, and it's done in two seconds. I'm but yeah, in a perfect world, I'd have like powerful Amish things set up, and just there'd be brewing and you know grinding. We, and we are. Uh, I'm switching topics now on you, Dags. I'm going to talk. Uh, here we are in the North Tundra, better known as the Metro Midwest, Minneapolis-St. Paul, experiencing phenomenal temperatures, record setters this last week. What what is this doing for you? What are you? Sixty three today, I think, and this is the middle of February. This is never these temperatures have never been reached before. Does that get you excited? Uh, are you kind of like me? I get bummed out a little bit about it. What, do you like it? So you're you're bummed out in a sense that you know that we're still going to get snow. exactly because, because in Minnesota we have the hockey tournaments mm-hmm. and that's some sort of like powerful farm farmers almanac. Right. Knowing that you're going to get another snow. Well, they, did you hear what the newscasters or, or meteorologists were saying for next Friday? 20 inches possibly to hit. So we could, re- we could go from 63 today to 20 inches of snow. But at the same time, it, I like it because the sun is higher in the sky. You get, you get energized. You start seeing the water. Like when I was a little kid, the little water melting going down the street, you know? Right. That to me is spring. So no, I, it's energizing. So it's not like taking a cake and putting it in front of a fat kid and saying you can't eat these warm temperatures? No, maybe if it was like, you know, November or summer or something. What I'm trying to say is a, t- a ton more winter. So you feel like we are, we've, we're at the tail end of this anyway, that yes. whatever we get won't last. But. Yes, and, and to me what I don't like are the Arctic temperatures. You know, oh when you get gosh. like 20 below. We've been pretty, uh, we only had like two weeks this year of that. Thank goodness. That's horrible. You know, yeah. God bless you people that live in... That's why I, I believe in climate change. I want, mm-hmm. I want climate change. I want us to get like tropical. Wouldn't that be cool? Like if all the ice caps melt, like they say, then we we'd have a shorter drive to the beach. Good point, because the coasts would now become what Colorado. So to get out to, because California wants to exit the United States anyway. Well, the the climate change might help them with that, speed that along, because they may be toast here in the next one hundred years. Speaking of California. And that type of people, the Grammys, I enjoyed the Grammys. Mm-hmm. When I say enjoy the Grammys, that's a kind of a generic term. I don't know if I enjoyed it, but I always got to watch it. Well, you found it entertaining, right? You know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of last week. We were talking about the New England Patriots being invited to the White House. It's, it's the same thing. Do these overpaid athletes, musicians, or actors need any more recognition. I, I'm just not into that. Yeah, but here's the deal. What do you think of tradition? Are you done with tradition? Now it seems like all tradition is just blown out the window. Everything's but, gone. But you have to you know, you know, like the, I'm just saying, you know how they have, oh, why don't we do, do that anymore? So-and-so doesn't want to go there anymore. And it just, everything falls apart. You know, when you were, back in the day, everyone wore a shirt and tie and everyone wore a hat. Like if you old, look at old pictures of photos of crowds, right. everyone had a hat. So do you, you don't care just if everything just falls apart like traditions? Well, so are you, if I'm understanding you correctly, Diggs, you're trying to tell me that the Grammys is a longstanding tradition that we should uphold and have it over and over and over. Yeah, I kind of like, like shows. I like the Grammys. 
even I I like the the performances. It's for the music. It's not your argument is you know the rich people and they've already who cares and they're giving each other words. I like seeing the performances like ACDC when they're on there. They're awesome. Yeah, but I mean, at any point in time, you can pull that up on your your smartphone. No, that's the thing. It's live. I enjoy the liveness of it. You know, you have a seven second delay. Keep that in mind. It's not 100% live. It is taped for seven seconds. You know what I mean? That's what I like. I like the freshness of it. I don't want to have to go on YouTube and find it. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the YouTube is on your TV. You don't need to go to your computer. Remember that? You go, I just want to watch it. Remember Mm -hmm. Spider-Man? It's your TV has YouTube built in. So Mm -hmm. step up and enjoy the TVs. But anyway, I watched the Grammys and it. Well, tell us a little bit about it. Well, it started out with, with Jay High. You know, J-Lo was doing it. And of course, she had the the anti-Trump thing, which is you know I understandable. But there's some things that notable things I know about uh, remember from the shows, like John Travolta comes out. Uh oh, comes po- out powerful. Comes out of the closet. No, not yet. No, okay, he's okay. still in there. Okay, but he had powerful. A new toupee it was wonderful, by the way. What's that? His toupee was wonderful. Was it? Okay. Oh, just fantastic. But anyway, he comes out and he's like, uh, I, I I can't see the teleprompter, so uh, he just made stuff up and read the cards like you are coming to an award ceremony you know you have poor vision you would assume that if you're doing you're doing the introductions you would have to read something am i right or wrong so you think yeah i'm i'm with you so far so why would you come to the grammys without your glasses without your glasses on it's yeah. ridiculous yeah well i mean he had contacts possibly and it was just the no prompter wasn't set no for no no he he like just like I like it. He likes live. I mean, but but that's what, what but that's what I like about you know things like that. That's live stuff happens. But doesn't it sour your attitude with what they've become though? I mean, how political? I mean, they've always been political. There's no doubt. But this, it's raging politics, and there's never anybody that's going to get up there because they know their career will be ruined, well, except for that uh, um, singer who actually wore the tr- uh, Trump. Uh, um, make America Great Again. Make America Great Again dress, which is phenomenal. Actually. Her records, I guess, have skyrocketed in sales, or record. She's probably a one-hit wonder. But other than that, there's never going to be any up on live TV saying how wonderful Trump has been and give him a chance. People always talk about one-hit wonders, but most people have no hits. And mo- a lot of the songs that you enjoy that I enjoy are one-hit wonders, so I don't have a problem with that. You know what I mean? The one-hit wonder, like that's some insult. Oh, so you're saying Never going to give you up. Never going to give Well, he's had more than just one, you know. But he is writing that. What's one his for other hit? Years. Let's see if you know. Um, boy, you're really pressuring me here. <laughs> Just, Together forever. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know I have drink aspartame. I'm drinking a bottle of aspartame as we speak. I can't remember that stuff. So the Grammys, and then they have Metallica. Can I interrupt? Yes, you already did. We're supposed to be politically correct. Why can't it be called the Grandpas? It's been Grammys for many, many years. What about Grampies? Grandpa. <laughs> see right there. <laughs> That's right there. That's gone. Humor. That's edited. That's humor. That's gone. That's edited. All right, go ahead. I want to ask you some questions about the Grammys. So Metallica, they put her put them together with Lady Gaga. I don't see that. Where is that from? So you are saying that the two of them did a duet together? Correct. Is that a duet when you have a band and one person? That wouldn't be a duet. It'd be a six twat, right? Good question. I don't know. Okay. So they put those two together. I don't even know if they... So they're singing and... Uh, James Hetfield's microphone doesn't even work. So I hear no vocals. Oh, kind of, yeah, kind of like the New Year's Eve deal with Mariah Carey. 
Yeah, so yeah. her, you can tell he's pissed. Yeah. And then her microphone works, so he runs over smartly and starts singing into the same mic, which is actually kind of a cool effect. Okay. It looked kind of cool because they're both singing, you know. And did it look uncomfortable or did it kind of look like that was what's supposed to happen? No, it wasn't supposed to happen. It looked awkward, though. Yeah, he it was did. looking around okay. and, okay. you know, and so things like that. I know things happen, but that was kind of messed up. And then, <laughs> and then what's funny is Megadeth... Another band that the the sing the guitarist was from Metallica went on to make Me- Megadeth. They win best metal performance when they walk up on stage to accept the Grammy. They play Metallica song, not the Megadeth. No, why? Oh, oh, I see. They screwed they up. Screwed it up. Yeah, you know it's funny because even in your local news programs, it reminds me of that. And now in the news, a man drowns in the river. And then we have some footage of this. And then they'll pull up like the, the a baseball game or something. Whoops, I, it's a baseball game. But like, the news it, the news is a couple times a day they got to crank it out. The Grammys is once a year. But you are- My tra- God. But you are professionals. That's what I'm saying. You're professionals. My God, what are you playing? Metall- where, where did Metallica come from? Was it the orchestra? Were they, is it the orchestra that's yeah, doing it? it's ridiculous. Okay, yeah. That is that is pretty uh, bad for for somebody when you I mean they're they're paid very well for that. That's a performance. What other kind of uh, um, epic fails did we have? Well, they had that. They had uh, they did uh, they did a hip hop uh, deal with uh, Tribe Called Quest and Busta Rhymes, and they did the anti-Trump thing, calling him President Agent Orange and res- resist and the whole thing. And so I don't know. I just like watching the Grammys for performances. I mean, I still remember Kenny Rogers introducing "Aha" uh-huh, take on me. I mean, that's that's cool to me. It's just so surreal, you know. Kenny Rogers introducing the next band. You know, that's right. the kind of stuff I like. I'm just as you're talking, I'm, you're wearing this evil skull head T-shirt, and it's really kind of freaking me out. It's it's uh, it's kind of taking me off topic here. So if I'm looking at your chest, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at that cool. Where'd you get that shirt from? Do you enjoy this shirt? Dags right now, you should put that Dags on uh, Instagram. It's kind of cool. It says eerie looking skeleton. And it looks not like Skeletor, not kind of a thinner version of that. But where did you get your T-shirt, if I might ask? I don't know. I, it was uh, gifted to me. Okay. By the Amish lady friend, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Well, I pulled this off task. But yeah, so the Grammys. I Was there any real notable people that got up and really diss Trump to, to the, I mean, you said you enjoy the Grammys to the point where kind of upset you and said enough or no, there wasn't that moment like Meryl Streep or was there? No, I don't even, I don't care. You don't care. That doesn't bother you. No. No. And I don't, and I don't know because it, and I don't, and I don't say get over it. Mm -hmm. You know, people say you just need to get, I don't care if you get over it. I don't care. You don't care if I get over it or you don't, is that a general statement? No, no. The the comment is with that is if someone says, oh, this and that, and then their argument is, well, you should get over it. He won the presidency. That. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Okay. I don't care if they get over it or not. Okay. So. But there wasn't any really cool things on the Grammys. Normally, you know, cool performances. The Metallica one was a fail because of the microphone issue. Mm-hmm. So next up, we have to sit through the. Oh, wait. I did forget uh, a one, one thing about the Grammys that was kind of cool. The Prince tribute. Oh yeah. With- now, now I'm, as I'm uh, thinking about it, I'm remembering with Bruno Mars. Yeah. And the time Morris Day. Was it Morris Day? Was he the one that did it? Came out. It was the original band. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. Because uh, one of the deals was was uh, Bruno Mars wanted the original Time band, so they had Jerome. They played Jungle Love and The Bird. That was cool. Yeah. 
But you could tell the audience was, they wasn't feeling it. Really? Yeah, because you reach a, a a point where everyone gets so old and the audience is so young, they're like, ah. Well, plus two, how long are, what what time are we at with this when they come out? I mean, it's like a three-hour drag down thing, correct? I don't know where in, in where where it came in time-wise on the show. Okay. But they had, Bruno Mars did a, a pretty cool cover of uh, Let's Go Crazy. Yeah, I heard many people uh, talk about that, see how well that was done by him. So that was cool. Yeah. And uh, they did a horrible, they had Adele do a horrible tribute to George Michael. Like she did some re- remake of one of his songs. It wasn't even a good song. It was slow. And like, I don't even know what Adele has to do with George Michael. Like there's got to be some newer uh, band of some, you know, young dudes. Well, that, Adele, that, she's from England as well. And maybe well, she. Well, who isn't? You know what I mean? Well, so they, you're not, are you? No. Okay. I'm from this powerful country, United States of America. America, but they could have some, I don't know, whoever, some young, young dudes do a cool, co- you know what I mean? Go from, uh, you know, you have Wham, you have George Michael, I Want Your Sex, his solo stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just, that was lame to me. Yeah. Because George Michael was huge. I mean, his album, Faith, mm-hmm. huge. Now, I'm going to ask you this question because I'm listening. Do you like Adele? She has a good voice. I mean, she definitely can sing, but it's not my cup of tea. Okay, so does that weigh in on your decision while you're maybe upset that because you really don't it's not you don't like her so that might weigh into the fact no that, i i don't um, not like her she's a great singer okay it's just not my style of music yeah so do you what about the fact that they were uh of course yelling racism because adele won all the awards and j-lo did not what do you think uh what are your thoughts you mean j-lo beyonce oh, beyonce i'm sorry beyonce no, I didn't even get into all that. I okay, mean, you're, I, not, you're not into the political thing. No, here. Okay. no. When I'm watching this, I just uh, for the performances. Okay. But if you want to do a little bit of politics and political, and um, Carlos Santana said that Adele is actually a singer and Beyonce is just a performer. A lot of people got got all up in arms about that. Wow, I I did not know because that. Adele just got up there by herself and sang. Right. And Beyonce, when she gets up there, has to be make some huge production. She did some African fertility goddess deal, you know, with the a million. Well, that's background. how she, that's how she rolls usually with her dancing troupe, you know. But people got upset that uh, he said that Adele is a true singer, and Beyonce is just an entertainer. Well, I mean that makes a lot of sense. I mean, because like you said, Adele doesn't have the flash that Beyonce brings. Beyonce always comes out with thirty dancer we saw it at the super bowl that's how she rolls she does a performance you know where adele does bring basically just her voice but uh, the thing is of course her fans went crazy if you go after anyone whatever their fans go crazy i mean when people go after you on the internet yeah the flock of amish go Mm -hmm. crazy Mm -hmm. defend johnny rage Mm -hmm. we always say one thing to those people that go against me flock you the flock of amish god we love you people. Thank you for listening to this powerful podcast. One great way to listen to this podcast is iTunes. Please go on iTunes. Please subscribe. Please leave a review. Five stars is the best and write a little something something there. If you know if you don't have iTunes and you know someone that has an iPhone, just grab the phone and just give us a quick review on iTunes and then just give it right back to them. Well, it's hard to do because you have to have your ID and all that stuff. You can't just grab it. No, you know? grab them too. Grab them? Yeah. Put their arm behind their back and say, you're going to leave a review, all right? And yep. if you have uh, one of the Android devices, we also have Stitcher Radio app. We're on Stitcher Radio. It's another great app. 
great way to listen. Please leave a review on there. Also, please enjoy us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, Amish Baby Machine at Instagram. You'll see all the wonderful photos. We have our powerful booze beer reporter, Pasty Adam. He, he takes photos of his delicious beverages he's enjoying. Also, make sure you go to our Facebook, like our Facebook page. And we want you to follow us on Twitter. You should follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. Amish, the letter B Machine. We're on there all the time tweeting about stuff. Uh, in fact, Johnny Rage, we did a powerful Twitter poll. Oh, yes. We polled billions of people. Okay. What was the question posed? It's a powerful question that I came up with in my great powerful mind. You are powerful. When you have a cell phone, do you use the default ringtone or do you customize and use a custom ringtone? Oh, very good question, Grasshopper. Um, you, you're going to get to the poll, obviously, but I'm going to give you my response. Um, I, at the, I purchased a new phone not that long ago. And with it, it wiped out the music that I did have. So I am stuck with, I did change it. This is the question that you have to ask too, because there is a default, but there's multiple defaults, right? I'm, I'm saying you don't touch anything. You, okay. When you buy the new phone, the you phone can, rings. <laughs> you can always tell people that aren't really technically that savvy because when their phone rings, it always rolls to the generic one. You know, it's like uh, a friend of mine, he can't even barely find out how to get a voicemail. And so when the phone rings, it's that generic one that you can tell, like, oh yeah, he doesn't know how to, he doesn't have to, he doesn't know how to change his ringtone. But I'm gonna say a greater, a larger portion of people said they prefer to customize their ringtone. What's the deal with old people and weird ringtones? Have you noticed that? Mm-mm. Like old dudes, like in their sixties, speaking of ringtones, there's your phone. Yeah. That's get, a notification. Yeah, get it off the desk. Get it off the desk, the oaken desk. Old people always have weird, like they'll have, uh, they'll have, you know, remember the frog ringtone that, uh, what was the frog, the crazy, the, no, the uh, crazy frogger, remember that one? The Where they try to get across the road? No. The, the video game? Remember on TV where you had the ringtones? You could, people would actually buy ringtones, and they had commercials like the zany frogger was actually like the theme from, uh, Axel F from uh, Harold Faltermeyer. Boom, doom, 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 doom. Remember that? Yes. The ringtone. Yes. Yeah, the goofy frog ringtone. Mm-hmm. Old people always have these weird ringtones, and it's always like some 70 year old guy, and all of a sudden, uh, Salt and Pepper will come on some song <laughs> no, from the no. 80s. Yes. You ever notice that? No. Old people, yes, pay attention. God I, damn I it. Must. That's why I'm here. I pay so attention. So you're saying that some seven year old dude. Yes. Next dun, time. Next dun, time. Dun, 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 no way. Yes. <laughs> Look at old people's ringtones. You always have some stupid, uh, and it's always they think it's clever. You know, it's always like some some farty noises. Have you ever noticed that? It's always some. Hey, I, yeah, I got this. It's the same guy back in the '70s that had the mimeograph. Remember that was like the ultimate memes back then, where the mimeographs. It was like a, you know, that blue ink. Do you remember that mimeographs? The really bad Xerox copies of people would pass around of jokes. It was kind of the memes back then. Okay. It was always like uh, E.T. getting his dicks caught in the when the toilet lid falls down. And he's like, ah! you know that? Right? You know that? Wow. Do you remember those though? Uh, yeah. They always they always had like your dad would show you it'd be some bad Xerox copy of a. <laughs> yeah. Remember no, that I know gr- exactly what you're talking yeah. about? Or some deer hunter joke that would come out and you have to pass it around. That that's how they did jokes. Yeah, there, back then. yeah, there was memes back then. Yeah. So what do tell us, uh, Dave? Hot off the presses here. Hot off the presses. Yes. The winner is custom ringtone at fifty-seven percent. Is that it? And default was forty-three percent. Wow, I 
that's fake news right there. I don't believe it. It's not real. Well, You're fake news. You really no, are. No, this is news. real. That, I sh- that shocks me. I thought the custom would be um, m- much larger, wide, a, a much more larger proportion of people would do their own ringtone. That's almost dead even for the most part. 57%. So you thought it'd be a little different? I thought it'd be like 80, 20, you know? 80 people actually go into the settings and pick a ringtone. What do you mean? No, 80, 20, 80% would be... They custom. Get, custom. Yeah, so 80% would go in there and pick a tune. That's what I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that. No. Okay. Do you think people are boring that just pick the default or dumb or lazy or what is it? I think it's a combination all above. What about what about you? Default. Your default? I'm I'm default too. But you get your 12 pack of defaults. But it's like when you first get something like when you first get your car years ago, you wash it every week. Do you remember that? And you you detail the tires, you get like armor all like who, who does that anymore? Where you get the little armor all wipes and you wipe down your cheesy plastic dash and you know you clean all the and you put the remember everyone used to get the crummy little air fresheners you'd get? Yep, the little Christmas trees. Not no, not even the Christmas trees, but the cooler ones that oh yeah, they snap into the 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 blowers of the the vents. Oh yeah, that's newer. But how about the Christmas trees? We're only supposed to expose a little bit of it every yeah, week. Yeah, but no, I don't <laughs> want the wrapper. I want the whole thing. <laughs> I know. And yeah. then you go in there and it smells like a pine whorehouse or something. Yeah. yeah. But remember that? You know, every week you'd clean your car and you'd do the armor all and you'd detail and everything. And yeah, after- I, no, I don't remember that because I never did that. I am not an armor all guy because, number one, armor all, it like attracts every microbe in the world. You you wipe it down, you go on the next day, and every, you just, uh, it's like a, a fly trap. I mean, it's just, everything sticks to it. So, no, no I was But you a- don't like the wet look of the tires, though? You don't know, the tires you can put I usually wet- can't see my tires when I'm driving. I really don't care. I'm not going to spend that much energy. on, But I, I understand the point you're trying to make. So my point is. Yeah. What is your point? That after a while you get lazy. It's like when you get your, when when I got my first uh, Amish iPhone, I downloaded every app. You'd go to the app store and what's free and what's trending. And yeah. you'd get the the beer one. Remember where you have it and you turn it size and it looked like it's pouring a beer. Yep. And I had like millions of apps and I'd have to scroll, you know, pages and then after a while, he's like, yeah, I don't download Well, I mean, apps. it was taking up all your space, too. And you eventually say, I have to dump some of this stuff. Yeah, but I think it's just it's just the newness of it. So yeah. after a while, you know, with phones, you know, you get the cool ringtones. You actually had to buy ringtones. And, oh, yeah. And yeah. then Apple would never let you make custom ringtones. You had to deal with their, you know, boring ones. And then eventually people, because the app store is so hard to get a an app in there but like the other ones you can get you know the the ones that are modify your song and play your mm-hmm. own song clips mm-hmm. but now i reach a point where i just whatever the ringtone is yeah i think that was kind of when when cell phones were new it was a way to kind of show off and personalize yourself but now cell phones are old technology i think people t- kind of just accept the fact that there are 10 or 15 loaded songs or noises that you can use and just be done with it the ultimate unification of pop culture and comedy. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast. I know you're excited, Johnny Rage. March 10th, yep. the new King Kong movie is coming out. Yep. I'm, uh, I've been watching this now for, you know, you go to a movie and they always give you these tea trailers for, they're usually about a year to six months out before you actually see them. Kong is the name of it. Uh, we talked about it on this very po- uh, podcast coming out March 10th. It's not where they bring him to New York in a remake of that old tired version. They actually go to Skull Island where he is 
And there's also these, we talked about this before, and I always have to say we talk about it before. There's also these creatures that live underground who the people who are going to this, this island encounter not only Kong, but they encounter these uh, um, underground creatures as well. So fired up. Uh, I don't get excited about seeing movies, but I, I love movies like that, and, and I, I can't wait for it. To... What is the origin of Kong? What Does do he mean? have superpowers? Is he an alien? Is he a... How, how did he come to be? What is his origin? Well, you know, that's a great point, but he was just uh, um, a freak of nature where instead of growing up to be, in a, a, you know, 10 feet tall, he's well, 100 feet or whatever he is. So Were just, his parents big? Was it like NFL parents? Where, did he have big parents? Um, I want to know. You know, we should get our, our research team on this exactly. I don't know, but it's just I don't have to think about it. I just want to be entertained. God, I, I wish I'd... I was dumb like you because it's just cool. Well, you, you don't just... wonder about stuff. I wonder. That's why. That's half the reason I created this powerful podcast. Just wondering. It's a great question, though. Where did Kong come from? Here's... I'm going to look into it. Let me ask you this. Because I, I, you being obsessed with King Kong. Yeah, it's Kong. But let me ask king you King Kong. He's the king. When did He's uh... the king of the Kongs. Well, how about, uh, let, if for that matter, when did any evil uh, mo- like Godzilla, where did he come from? You know, He was created by the powerful... Nuclear, po- nuclear, atomic. It's atomic. Mm-hmm. I always say nuclear. Nuclear. Like atomic. Yeah. No, it was the atom bomb. It wasn't fission and fusion and hydrogen bombs and a bombs. Can you it talk? Do we have time powerful, for to do Google? Chat? Yeah, look it up. Okay. And anyway, it was from the powerful explosions that unearthed this dormant beast. Now, is there any joke you can tell why people while they do this here to find out about where did Kong come from? There's no joke, but there's a as we're talking about the great apes. Do you know all the great apes? Tell us. There's different. There's powerful. There's the gorilla, the chimpanzee, and the orangutan. See, I call it the orangutan. When did it become the orangutan? Have you noticed that, kids? When you're watching these YouTube videos and these animal shows, they always they talk about the orangutan. No, it's the orangutan. And why are all the the frickin' TV hosts afraid of animals? You ever notice that? You know, I thought it was fake, and I was just watching like Johnny Carson. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon and all of them. Jimmy Fallon was on it. It's all for show. But yeah. he was afraid of everything. Well, what I, did they bring I out there. I mean, did they bring like a ten foot? Uh, no, it was like it anaconda? was it was uh, Steve Irwin's kid. God bless us all. Oh, is he, do, is he found in, the, in his father's yeah, footsteps? Yeah, just smart as a whip, just as mm-hmm. young kid. He brought out sloths. He brought out uh, armadillo. Just these really lame, I mean, not lame, but not dangerous animals. And he's all freaked out about it. I mean, if I had a talk show host and they brought out animals, I'd be hugging them and grooming them. Did you, look, did you find it yet or what? Well, there's a lot of information here about this. Um, interesting enough. Uh, we know this. I'm, I'm just going to give you the brief synopsis here. King I'm Kong, getting the Google boy back. King Kong is a giant movie monster. That's very revealing. Resembling a colossal ape that has appeared in various media since uh, 1933. The character first appeared in the film King Kong, which received universal acclaim upon its initial release and re-releases. The film was made... You know, quick quiz for you. It was re-released two times. Can you guess the years, Mr. Movie Buff, when they brought that back? No, I'm not good at years. I just know there was the one on the World Trade Center. Okay. So it was in the 80s, right? Uh, 1976 and 2005. Was that 76? Oh, wow. 76, It yeah. was 76. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, obviously, the character has become one of the world's most famous movie icons, having inspired countless sequels, remakes, spinoffs, imitations, parodies, blah, 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 blah. Um, it doesn't say the, you know what, I am going to delve into that for our next podcast. People want to know, where did Kong come from, you know? You are the worst on the internet. Holy cow. What do you mean? You couldn't find out his origin? Did you well, just I type in his origin? I could. Did but... you type in the origin of King okay, Kong? Fine. No, we're not wasting any more time. Okay, go ahead. Talk, talk amongst yourselves. But uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to the enjoying that movie. But I think you're going to enjoy it more because you know what's coming out after that movie? What would be the, the ultimate King Kong? What would be the ultimate King Kong movie for you? King Kong versus Godzilla? You got it. They're bringing that one up? Yes. No, they're not. King, yes, they are. King Kong versus Godzilla will be the next movie. Powerful. Now, I, I, do you remember the original? King are you Kong? guessing on this, or is this for? Guessing. I'm the Nostradamus. You know everything. You are. Everything I, I say is real. This is a real podcast. I it's have not heard fake. nothing of this sort. Well, of course, because you're useless. Uh, you're now, useless listen. to resist us. Yes, it is yes. useless to resist this power. This Look at the skull. Look at the skull shirt. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid? Mm-hmm. You're mesmerized by it. <laughs> powerful Uh, movie yeah king kong versus godzilla now in the original movie king kong got hit by lightning and he was energized so that that's something they don't talk about did he do you know any other king kong movie where lightning would hit him and he would get powered by it no i'm unaware of that fact i apologize no you need to do research on that Mm -hmm. no that are you excited about that you don't seem excited. I mean, isn't that the ultimate King Kong versus Godzilla? I, I know nothing of what you speak of until I confirm my sources. You're fake. You're fake news. You're fake movie news source is all you are. Okay, idiot. So assume that it's real. Are you excited about that movie? Um, I like this because it's Kong versus man. Where Godzilla and Kong, it's kind of you kind of know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be a big epic battle. They'll They'll tear down buildings and everything else. And, and, and yeah, I mean, I'll go watch it probably, but not as much as just Kong, you know. So. See, I totally disagree. Kong, skull, what is Skull Island? Correct. Yeah, to, that to me is all that they're going to have the, you know, jungle do, 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 you know, all the tribal crap. Mm-hmm. No. Isn't that funny? We're talking about this and you, Skull Island, and you're wearing a skull. I know because you, you, I told you. <laughs> you are brilliant. My powers. You have powers. Just, just em- <laughs> embrace them. Submit yourself to this power. Mm-hmm. The most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine podcast. But to me, like Godzilla versus King Kong, that's the ultimate. They're two alpha males like us, two mm-hmm. powerful alpha males mm-hmm. battling. Mm-hmm. battling mm-hmm. i mean you have the super strength of king kong what else do you powers does he have and godzilla has the the atomic breath yeah he's got the breath i mean it realistically on paper godzilla should kick kong's butt because he can do so he can fly he can use his superhuman strength or superhuman breath which is fire or whatever he just breathes it and remember he can lift his body up and go across do and- you think godzuki will be in here no okay no, no godzuki no I wonder if King Kong is, do you think he's MMA, though? He's got a good ground and pound yeah, game? Yeah, I mean, could you imagine? Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, he kind of looks like Brock Lesnar's build, you know, wide shoulders. Would Godzilla submit, or would he just let his arm get snapped? We'd say tap out. Would but he here, tap out? No, would he submit? No, not not my Godzilla. No, no, he wouldn't. I use submit. You'd use tap out because I've never tapped out at a fight in my life. Okay. I so, won't even wear the shirts tap out because I don't believe in it. Okay. There's no tapping out. But he, just think about it, because to get Godzilla in a, a submission hold, you know, armbar or whatever, he's got the little 
T-Rex arms. I don't know. Is that going to work? Yeah, but he's got the fiery breath. I mean, he just blows that. He has powerful quads, though. Yeah. Quadzilla. I mean, mean, those quads. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it would be, I think it would be a knockdown. I I don't think it would take long for Godzilla to put the whoop down upon Kong myself. I don't think Kong would go down easy. It would be a battle. But um, we will, I guess, get a chance to witness what will happen. Looking forward to it. I'm excited. King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. You know how now every movie's got to be a setup to the new movie? Mm-hmm. So this is going to be the setup. I wonder if the, uh, oh. you know, they're going to have that in there? Yeah. Will they have, oh, God. Not, not, not that old version, because they didn't have it when the King Kong, excuse me, the Godzilla movie two years ago. They didn't? See, the, I didn't even see it, because I need, like we talked about, like we always talk about, like we talked about. Do you, like, do you like that, how I just kept saying that we talked yeah, about we Yes, talked thank about you. We, for just, we just talk. You don't have yes. to, you don't have to yeah, set exactly. that up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God bless you. Mm-hmm. That I want the retro Godzilla. Maybe this is going to be retro King Kong, and they'll have the flavor. You don't need to reinvent every time. It's like those goddamn lightsabers in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's why I hate Star Wars. Every time they have a new damn Star Wars, they have to have a new lightsaber. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got the one time it was just it was a sword, you know, saber. And then it has the little hilt that comes out, and then it, the double one. Remember the double bow staff one where it came out on both ends? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always have to reinvent stuff. Don't reinvent Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. He's Godzilla. No, you. so you want to go back to the old, when it was cheesy, and we talked about the It wasn't costume. cheesy. It was fantastic. <laughs> one of the best movies ever, Godzilla. Yeah, no, they were cute back then, and, and that's what all of us, uh, uh, we it caught on, and, and it it went into bigger and better and today what have you seen that famous sculpture rodan the thinker it's where it's just rodan has got his uh is just kind of uh resting his uh claws on his chin and he's just contemplating destroying tokyo is that what he is contemplating destroying tokyo yes Mm. that was a powerful joke that went right over your head that was good yeah can we talk about something else here i have a uh, i've got a question for you dags you brought up facebook when you're promoting how people can follow us Yes, please like our Facebook page. And this happens to me from time to time when I'm on Facebook. Somebody will say something that I thoroughly agree with. Or it's a, a do, do you, let me, let me just say the question first so we can backtrack on the thought process. Is there an amount of time that you should wait before you like somebody's posting? Because they always look to see, okay, when did they post this? Two minutes ago. Oh, I can't, I can't like it quick, this quick, because they're going to think I absolutely have nothing to do. And all I do is sit on Facebook because as soon as they posted something, I liked it. They might, whoa, Johnny Rage, you got like no life. You're, you're liking people's posts within. I like it instantaneously. Do you know what I'm saying though? Yes, just like on Twitter. So should there be, so you don't, you don't care when it's posted. You don't like buy some time and then come back to it and say, okay, now I'll like it. The no, but all I ask is you laugh. You cannot comment. If I comment, you cannot comment until you laugh at my funny comment. Because I will leave an incredibly funny comment. You plus first must acknowledge how humorous my comment was and then go on if you're going to comment on the post. So if you say something on a Facebook posting, we must say, yes, Dags, that was funny, but. Is that what you're saying? Not but. No, no, but not but. No, you'll you'll post a picture of your car and I'll make some cool comment to the, the AMC pacer and then... Everyone will laugh. So you must enjoy that funny comment. Then you can leave your comment. So is Facebook done before a live studio audience? Or should it be? Or a laugh track, maybe. Ted McGinley. (laughs) Now, 
now the Facebook, the, another thing, have you ever done this on Facebook? Have you not commented on something because then you don't want a thousand other notifications? Like if you're going to comment on, oh, baby Larry was born, have you ever been so selfish? You're like, I'm not liking that because then I'm going to get a million yeah, things in my feed. Especially stuff like that because you know that there's going to be endless threads going on and on. I mean, the babies or a birthday or something like that. Um, I, I don't police it to that extent. It's just kind of the mood that I'm in at the time. It, you know, there's some things that immediately demand my response and, and I'll get, uh, and I'll say something or like something. Uh, I kind of look to myself, wait a minute. Now this person hasn't likes anything that I've said for the last three, four months. I am not liking them. I kind of do a little like wars. Do you know what I'm talking about or not? You understand? I do. Yeah. I'm a master of social media. Well, <laughs> there should be, you know, dude, if you want to like for me, you got to like some of my really funny stuff that I say. And I, so I police to a certain extent. And I don't think I'm alone in that fact. You just admitted that you do the same thing. I enjoy the comments. I enjoy commenting. I enjoy my fellow man. Can I ask you an honest question? And I want an honest answer. Yes. I, I, may, I may edit it, though. I know you like all the social medias. Let's just talk about Facebook, and we'll, we'll group that as all the social medias. How many hours a day do you think you spend on the social medias? It's segmented throughout the day. It's not, I don't set in one thing, so I'd have to add it up. So I basically go on, I hit Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and then constantly uh, OCD, just keep clicking back and forth. Okay, so give me an answer. I don't know. Like I said, I'd have to add Ballpark. it up. Ballpark. I mean, I didn't think you woke up in the morning. And didn't get off of it till 10 o'clock at night, where it would be easy for it to say, okay, 8 to 10, you can do the math. A cumulative amount of time over the course of the day. I would say a couple hours, maybe. You're lying. I think you're lying. I think you do more than that. You do? Yeah. Well, add just, it up. Just be honest. Add it up. How well, long do you do it? How long do I do it? Um, you know, different times of the year, it's more. I'll have to admit. During the uh, political race, it was pretty hefty. And matter of fact, in the Catholic Church, there is a time coming up here called Lent. You're familiar with that, correct? No, of course. Well, I know everything. It's, it's a time and a point when a Catholic is supposed to give something up. And I was thinking about giving up Facebook, possibly. Fish sandwiches. Kind of, maybe. Fish sandwiches, filet fish Ooh, don't talk about my That's the fish. whole point of Lent is filet fish Oh, I know. That's why they were invented, to help us. Now, I'll give you a pro tip on filet fish Yeah, give it to me. Tell them to hold the cheese. Why? Because then they're forced to make you a delicious new sandwich. What is it? What do you mean? It's just a filet fish without the cheese? Correct. But it forces you. It's, it's an old pro tip, but it's powerful. Every time that you order something, have them hold something. Something difficult where they can't just flick it off, you know? So you're trying to say by not giving you the mass-produced duplicate copy of what they've been doing a thousand of, they're going to have to actually stop and think what they're doing. No, they're going to have to drop a new one, a fresh one in the fryer. Oh, I see what you're saying, because you're saying they all come with the cheese, so they're going to have to pull it off. They're going to, Yeah, they always crank out, you know, on Friday, they're going to crank out a bunch of them. Okay. So you tell them a little something different, like no cheese on there. And they're going to give you a fresh, delicious filet fish sandwich. Why would you not want cheese on your filet fish I mean, we talked last week about the beauty of cheese. And then you put it on a filet fish That's sinful. I mean, absolutely a sinful little treat. I don't like the cheese on the filet fish Are you serious? Yeah. Is there something wrong with you? No, can't... because the, I don't like the, the, 
the kind of the slimy th- texture of it. Yeah, I've always knew there was no. 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 Look at the skull. Just look at it. <laughs> the evil skull is looking at now, me. Now, as we're talking about food. Yeah. Gosh, I love food. The you know. f- I heard the funniest thing ever, and what? I don't know if you heard this. What? Donald Trump forced Chris Christie to have I heard about meatloaf. The meatloaf. <laughs> is that literally the funniest thing ever? Hey, everybody, have whatever you want. Uh, Chris Christie. You're going to like the meatloaf. We're having meatloaf. <laughs> you can tell he's like looking up. No, you're going to have the meatloaf. Uh, what, what's up with that? What, what do you suppose that was? A, is that like a power thing or what? Yes, it's wonderful. You think and so? it's cool too because it's so 1970s, like meatloaf. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this day and age with the food network and the foodies and the gastropubs and everyone's just having the most eclectic fusion foods in the world, meatloaf. That's yeah. why I love it. You're going to have the meatloaf. It reminds me of Goodfellas when the old mom of uh, – um, Pesci wants to force spaghetti on him constantly. No, you're going to eat the spaghetti. No, we don't want to. No, eat the spaghetti. But wouldn't that be a great Saturday Night Live skit where Chris Christie actually says, no, Donald, I'm eating your meatloaf. You're going to eat the meatloaf. <laughs> you're gonna, I mean, that's literally, you couldn't get a hundred comedy writers in a room and come up with something funnier than that premise. <laughs> and then you just, it's so funny because you just think about it in your head. Uh-huh. And you just think of Chris Christie being submissive and he's forced right. to eat the meatloaf. And- yeah, but you know, Chris Christie, I can't see him turning down meatloaf, can you? <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the other meatloaf, thing, too. You know? I mean, it's like I just see like John Favreau playing Chris Christie. And have you noticed lately they look identical now? I saw that. I did see that. But you could just you just see it as a skit, too. It's just like a built-in SNL skit. Um, it reminded me similar. You may not find how this connects. But I was at a meeting one time with an older gentleman. He was about 75. This is the first time I ever met him. And when I met him, I said, hi. And he said, hi. And he said, hey, I want you to join me for a walk. We're going to go up to the meeting room. And he said, by the looks of you, you need this walk. <laughs> Did you have a comeback? No. I mean, this is a guy I'm trying to do business with. You just laugh. <laughs> you rotten son of a... That's what's cool, too. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump, and he does a handshake, and he pulls a person forward. Uh-huh. <laughs> have yeah. you seen that? I, I still love the meatloaf thing. I, I'm trying to find out the reason behind all that. It's Why brilliant. Chris, because Chris Christie... He, let's face it, he's done with Trump. Trump wants nothing to do with him anymore. I don't even know. Why, why did he even have him at wherever they were at? Was he's he? still in his posse. Is he? Yes. Okay. Cause That's I know. the beauty of Trump. He has the coolest posse. You know, he has all these eclectic people around him, mm-hmm. Omarosa and Chris Christie, and he'll have like uh, Mike Tyson and just, just these characters. Just all the people from the Celebrity Apprentice, right? That's who he brought into the cabinet? <laughs> no, but Mike Tyson, <laughs> yeah. wrestlers, because he's everyone he deals with, he they like him so much. They just... Glob uh, on, and he becomes part of the posse. It's fantastic. Right. Yeah. No, It. Uh, he does bring uh, an element of some colorful individuals uh, with Trump, no doubt. Yeah, the characters, and it's just fantastic. I love it. You know, there's a, a mayor in Italy who is so inspired by Trump. I don't know if you read this at all. He wants to actually, you know, we have the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. He wants to have the Trump Party, and he's trying to bring that to Italy. For now, usually as a mayor, it's bipartisan politics, but uh, he's pushing to have because he likes Trump's styles, Trump's fashion. So he's trying to make the Trump party over in Italy. I thought that was uh, kind of an interesting fact. A little tidbit for you here. Thanks. Yes. And speaking of powerful, I just read that possibly, I'm, I'm hoping it's true. A lot of times in this era of fake no, uh, news, you never know, but. Genesis is going to get back together and tour. Yeah, you were mentioning that. That would be awesome. And who picked it? 
you are the Nostradamus of the eighties. You, I mean, it's just all falling into place. It's of scary. course it is. It's scary because here. everyone loves the eighties. Land of confusion. Uh, what about what? What movie song was that? I mean, it just think about it. you wear skinny ties when you were skinny. You would wear skinny tie. It was just a beautiful time. Yeah, it was. The eighties were awesome. Graduated nineteen hundred eighty four. Um, I'm thinking of the song by Genesis where they've got the Ronald Reagan puppets. Land of Confusion. Thank you. I knew you knew it because you're Mr. 80s himself. And it was powerfully uh, redone by Disturbed. Have you mm-hmm. heard that version? I have. Yeah. Yep. yep. So when Genesis comes, have they announced where they're going yet? Or is it? I just read, literally read a blurb. Would you go? Oh, in a heartbeat. Would you? Yeah. Okay. I remember I went to the, I was lucky enough to enjoy the uh, Invisible Touch tour. Mm-hmm. And you know what I love back then? Like I love arena rock and i love light shows they need yeah. to bring those back yeah i mean just ma- i mean it's got to be a it's got to be a pain in the ass to haul all that gear but now with led lights mm-hmm. it's got to be way easier right you've been to vegas of course have you? yes downtown do you like the light show that you walk under the oh and uh downtown yeah downtown, it's yeah. already dated i mean it was dated 10 years ago 20 well years no ago. but it, it, they change it and everything else I they'd mean, have to gut the whole thing what do you mean what are you talking about? I'm talking about the light show that they have. Yeah, when they have the airplanes flying over. I mean, it's dated already. You know, it's old. I haven't been there. They'd have to gut it and redo it. I'd actually think it'd be cooler just to go back to the the feel of Vegas, you know. And I'm it's, lost and it's I am really lost. What are you talking about gutting it? What are you, I'm talking about. Get rid of it. It's Why? old. When did they put it up? In 1990? Yeah, but who cares? You just said you like light shows. Why does it yeah, matter? Yeah, but it, because it's already dated. Aren't you a traditionalist? Don't you like the same thing over and over? You said that earlier in our program. No, but it's dated. That's well, different. But it's but they change the, the thing constantly. It's not the same. Listen. Yeah. Do you want to listen to me? Yeah. So I enjoy the powerful light shows, the lasers. Lasers. You know, the ones where they fan out mm-hmm. and they blow the smoke. That, to me, is arena rock. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Invisible Touch Tour was fantastic. They had Phil Collins, and they had the uh, the other dude on drums, and he would play drums when he was singing. What's your favorite Genesis song? I don't know, but I'm thinking about them coming in concert. You can always tell how popular a, a rock band is when they say, Genesis coming in concert, February 15th, 16th, and 17th. Get your tickets for the Orpheum. <laughs> you know, if it's, if it's at the Orpheum, they're just like done. It holds about, what, 1,500 people. But if they if it's the XL still, which I'm assuming Genesis would probably be at the XL, wouldn't you think? Or the Target Center, one of the two. I want the best acoustics, so probably the XL has the best. You know what? That could be the Orpheum, though. I mean, a smaller venue might have a better sound. I don't have a problem with a smaller venue because well, you're, I'm just you're saying, up closer. They, it's like they can't. You know, Three Dog Night will be at the Orpheum. Well, tickets, I mean, tickets, tickets, tickets. I mean, when it gets down to like. Uh, they're warming up for the puppet show at you know at, at the amusement park. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't like outdoor concerts too for arena rock bands. Mm-hmm. Like I saw Rush Outdoors. No, I saw them at the Minnesota State Fair. Arena rock bands to me, it's got to be dark. It's got to have the lights in it's the arena. This, you want yes, it ex- in the arena. Ex- yes, yeah. hence powerful. The, hence powerful, the powerful right? name. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to Genesis. Is there any other band that what band would you, could you think they'd like to resurrect powerfully? Just bring back. Does it have to be from the 80s or specifically from the No, 80s? I'm leaving it open. Um, I'm going to say, how about a little Huey Lewis in the News? What do you think about that? Yes, Huey Lewis in the News. He's still tours, I believe. Does he? Got a feeling it's beginning to go. I love Huey Lewis in the News. He's kind of, um, boy, now you make me think and I've got the. That's what why we do this powerful podcast. We're here to expand minds and. 
Johnny Rage is here to expand waistlines with Mommy's this talk about food. Mommy's all right. Daddy's all right. They just seem a little weird. Surrender. Cheap Trick. How about Cheap Trick coming in concert? That'd be cool. Oh, they tour all the time also. Do they? Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, Hall & Oates. I don't know if I could go for that. <laughs> wow. No can do. I can't go for that. Yeah. Johnny Rage. Yes. Did you enjoy your time on the powerful podcast known as the Amish Baby Machine Podcast? What I'm going to enjoy is after this, you know what you and I are going to do? What? You and I are going to have meatloaf. <laughs> well, two out of three ain't bad. Thank you, guys. Thanks for enjoying this powerful podcast. We love every one of you. Johnny Rage, if he could, he would make love to every one of you. Thanks for listening. Please do us a favor. Tell a friend about our powerful podcast. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved.